Sacrificed yes, for your unfailing love, your yes, undying love. Yes, Thank you for your charity towards us. Thank you, Father, Lord. for your perfection of love. Amen. Thank you, Father, for the depth Amen. of your love. We thank you, Father, for the depth yes, of your love, Amen. which passes knowledge, which passes yes, understanding. Lord. Thank you, Father. For you have loved us with an everlasting yes, love. Lord. You have loved us by this manner of love. Yes. This manner yes, that does not end. This manner yes, that does not die. This yes, manner that liveth and abideth. This manner of love Amen. which goes after, yes. after, after us yes. to raise us. This manner Jesus. of love. You, this manner of love, which is foreign even yes. to our nature. This manner of love, which you are bringing into our reality. Amen. Thank you, Father, Thank for this you, manner Jesus. of love. Thank you, Jesus. For what this manner of love is doing. For what this manner of love is resurrecting in us. Yes, for what this manner of love yes, is building in each and every one of us. Amen. For this manner of love. Amen. This manner. Which saves us to the uttermost. Amen. To be now exalted in Jesus. We thank you Father. We, thank, we can't thank you enough. Thank you for the thirst for eternal life. Thank which you have birthed in us. Yes, Father we ask that you would. Even hear the cry of our heart Amen. this morning. Yes, and you will give us grace. Amen. To inherit your life to the fullest. Yes, to come to eternal life. Amen. Father let heart. Amen. Begin, our hearts begin to yield Amen. to your calling inwardly, Father, Amen. that we would answer your call. Yes, we will answer your call of righteousness. Yes, Lord. We will answer your call yes, of charity. We will answer your Amen. call of faith. Yes, Lord. We answer your call of hope. Yes, we answer your call Amen. of the excellent way. Amen. The excellent yes. way yes. into your life. The excellent way into your being, into your person, into your nature, into your divinity. The excellent way will answer the call in our heart. And we would submit to you totally. Thank you, Father. Even as we submit one to another. Father, you will help us, Lord. Even to receive breath. To receive life. Once again this morning, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we, we know that it is by your mercy we are who we are today. Yes, we ask, Father, that you continue Amen. to grace us with your mercy yes, for life eternal yes, in the name of Jesus. Amen. We are looking for your mercy. Yes, Lord. We are looking. Yes, Lord. We are looking yes, Lord. for your mercy. We are looking for your mercy. Amen. Amen. Yes, Lord. We are looking for your mercy. Yes, 
unto eternal life. We ask, Father, that you will bless us with mercy unto eternal life in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray this morning for every heart that is yet to understand your calling. That we pray, oh Lord, that you will cause your mercy to establish the understanding and the need for your life in every heart in the name of Jesus. Father, it is what you are doing to raise men, men that are purified, men that are raised of precious property unto an excellent life. We ask, Father, that the grace to understand this calling, you would baptize in each heart in the name of every heart listening even to your word this morning. We ask, Father, in every way, shape, or form, we have not yet understand, we have not yet conformed, we have not yet grasped the need for this life, that one way or the other we are still just testing it out. We are still just hearing it out. We ask, Father, that you will cause a full baptism of your understanding to be established in every heart in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayer. Father, we pray this morning. Lord, you would help us to access your word once again. Father, we come under you all together, under your anointing. Under your spirit. Under the tutelage of your spirit. Under the Holy Ghost. Under the Holy Spirit of promise. Under him. We come under the administration of your spirit. And even the manifestation of your spirit. That you will cause every heart to yield. Amen. To spiritual life. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We submit totally. We come under. Pate eliva al umardaga. Russo makaya tasite kapa. Punahalia penta. Elinda li makaya vasini kaliate. Sufi. Kompaya elador. Sutana hala halia halimana alahaya send the kai fresh to somakada. You would help us. We come under you. For now, for all that you have for us, we will partake this morning in the name of Jesus. For now, we pray, O Lord, that you will give us grace to wrestle every spirit. Wrestling with understanding, with hearing Amen. this morning. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Father, Thank because you've answered us. Father, I come under you this morning. I come under your spirit. Yes, Lord. Totally under you. Amen. I ask, Father, that Amen. you would help me this morning. Amen. Help me to connect your thought. Amen. To connect your voice. Amen. To connect your spirit. Amen. To speak your word. Even to your people this morning, in the name of Jesus. I come on, I submit to you. I submit to your spirit for help. Help, help us 
Help us this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. But I submit my will to you. I submit my thought. I submit under. I come under. Help. Let help be given. Let help be given. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your answered us. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 I welcome everyone here this morning and those that are joining us online. Uh, you are welcome as well. Uh, you can just say hi to your neighbor. Hi, neighbor. Hi. Uh, we're saying hello to everyone online as well. Um, thank you for being patient this morning. I know, I know we started a little bit, a little bit late. Uh, let's say about 10, 15 minutes, but... God would help us this morning. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, God has been helping us. Uh, we have been finding grace to access His Word. Amen. We appreciate God for that. Uh, let's just open our Bible to the book of uh, First Peter. Uh, that's what we've been excavating. And I feel that the, the Spirit of the Lord is still upon that. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, the Spirit of the Lord can be upon the Scripture, but that's not where we are really going. Mm-hmm. But of course, um, it is where the well is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's where you go. And it's, <laughs> it's, where, it's, it's where you know that there's water. You go and dig. Amen. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, now people, they, I think they, they must have, you know, I believe we have enough technology to detect where there's water underground, and then you go and dig there. Before, you know, men used to just go and dig and dig and hope they hit water. Mm. And then, you know, they, when they hit water, they oh, finally we hit water, thank God. And then that's it. So they can dig a well so deep because they don't know how, how far the water is. They don't know where the water is. So they just hope they find water. But these days, I think we have enough technology to detect where water is so we can go and dig the well, right? Mm. Now, that's a human being technology. There's also a technology in the spirit. It's called Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. He knows where the water is. He knows where the well is. So it will just take us there. I will just have to follow. And then we'll see where he's taking us to. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, you can dig a well and you find the water, but the water that you are bringing up is flowing from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Just the same way that channel can be. Holy Ghost can do that. You can just take it to one random, you can just go to one random scripture. You don't even know what he's doing there. Holy Ghost, what are you doing here? And then by the time you begin to read and then begins to open up, you know, oh, okay, so that's what you are doing here, okay. Amen. Amen. God has been helping us. Uh, let's go to First Peter. I'll be, I hope I'm, I'm not wrong, man. It's First Peter I've been reading. Chapter 1. Peter 1. Sometimes these, are, these, these epistles, sometimes when you, are, when you are just calling them, they, they might want to be dragging you. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Amen. Because they have so much life in there. Mm. Amen. Mm. You know, you can read, funny enough, let me not, let me not, let me not say that. I'll just leave that. You know, all these, all these scriptures, right? All these scriptures, they are, they are, they are pregnant with life. Amen. Mm. They are pregnant with life. Um, there are, there are more 
administration, demonstration of the Spirit in the world that you know we we may not know on, until Holy Ghost you know brings us into different administration. Of course, it's the same scripture that we are all reading in our home. I mean, right? Yes, and sometimes the manner at which it opens up when you are reading personally is different from the manner at which it opens up when we are together. Yes. Amen, right? And th- those are all the administration of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. It's the Holy Ghost that decides how he decides to open it up, right, in different shapes and forms, right? He knows that there's a need to come together and to hear, right? So there are, there, there are times it might not open the way. To, sometimes, sometimes in our mind, you know, we, we, like, we like to... There's, there's, a kind of, there's a kind of way we like the world to open. Right, yeah. you know, there's a, you know, maybe you have you have an appetite. You know, there's a, maybe you like your, you like your, um, I'm looking for. Okay, maybe I remember, but the, the thing that is coming to mind that is obvious is pepper. Maybe you like your pepper level to be mild. You know, sometimes you might like your pepper level to be very hot. Right. So, sometimes some of us that's the way we are when we are going to read, read Bible. Amen. We want, it, we want it to feel like that taste. That taste of, I want today, I want mild pepper. Maybe to, then another day, you'll be like, today, I want very hot pepper. And then when, you op- when the Bible is not opening like hot pepper, you'll be wondering maybe something's wrong. Something's not wrong. It's you that something's wrong with you. <laughs> Amen. Jesus, there's nothing wrong with life because you're not following the Holy Ghost. Yeah. You're not following the Spirit. Uh, everything about everything about the interaction and dealing with Scripture has to be purely by faith and by the Spirit. It has to be that. Mm-hmm. Anything outside that, you're beginning to put in flesh. You know what I mean, you're beginning to put in your strength. Your strength. Amen. Yeah. Of course. I'm not saying that because of that you should not not you know some of some of us not decide today. I'm not reading my Bible. I'm waiting for grace to flow. Today I'm not praying. I just want grace to flow. I just want um, by by faith prayer will come to me. There's, I want to balance it. <laughs> it's not like that. I mean, you still have your diligence. You still have what you do, right? You still have to study your Bible. You have to pray. Just that you. You can't demand how Holy Ghost decides to open it up to you. you know, there's, there's a way somehow in our heart, our attitude, our arrangement yes. around what is, there's something we are expecting. Holy Ghost must flow like this today. And I mean, I understand what that might be. Because of course, when we begin to come into the spirit and Holy Ghost begin to give hunger, right? there are, there are appetites. Holy Ghost awaken our appetite, right? And then we desire certain things in the scripture, right? But because of inexperience and because of um, lack of understanding and knowledge, there's, there's, there's just a way, you know, we just expect it to open. You know, it happened to me too. You know, when I just began to, to, to open the word yeah. and the word is becoming alive to me. You know, that's another, another thing, another story. You know, for the longest time, the word was not alive. The word was not alive to me. The word was not living. To me, mm. the word was just a bunch of book I read every day, mm. right? Just a book I read every day. Zero understanding. Mm. You know, there are some people that even though they may not have understanding, they still have that 
they still have that hunger, that discipline to study word. I have nothing. Each time I'm reading Bible like this, I'm beginning to doze. When I, I'll be like, why will I even read? Then I'll now remember maybe some of those passages that my mother used to read, and I'll be going looking for it in the book of Psalm. Okay, should I read Psalm? Okay, I'll now read Psalm. And I'll read those Psalms, Psalm. I read it. You know, you know them, they know what they are looking for and what they're using to pray for. Me that I don't know anything, I just know that okay, she reads Psalm. Okay, this Psalm, she reads it. Bless, and then maybe the one that I don't, that I don't even know, maybe the one that I just I come across randomly, I just read it. Oh, so the Lord, eh, ah, praise the name of the Lord, for it is worthy to be praised. Okay, bless the name of the Lord, for it is worthy to be praised. <laughs> because uh, in my spirit, I'm not even fully awake. I'm not awake. Right? I'm not awake. I'm just there. That's, that's a level. Right? Just awake. And then at some point, the Bible begins to come alive. And you know the funniest thing? Eh? You should know that in the same stage where that Bible is not awake, I can be praying. I can be praying. I can be reading Bible. I'm praying. You know I can be doing that. But none of that really, really speaks about a development in the world. Mm-hmm. Amen. Activity. Oh, Holy Spirit. I didn't know. I don't know. What shall we see? We'll see. <laughs> Amen. Mm-hmm. I said we should open the book of First Peter. We have not, we have not, we've not even read the, the scripture. But we'll see. Amen. Amen. So, the, there, there is a way the scripture comes alive. There's a way the scripture comes alive. Amen. So while I was in that state that I, I have no clue what it means for the scripture to be alive, the word was not living to me. It was not living. But yet, I study my Bible. Yet, I pray. And God answers my prayers. God answers what? My prayers. And guess what? During this season, I was very, very... No, not let, me, let me put it this way. There's a season I was not too, too engaged with the things of God. I always know inwardly that one way or the other, I will always be connected to the world, to God, one way or the other. I felt as if I would be a pastor at some point. But I, I just... It, it almost seems... It, it seems like that, but in my... Head, I'm like, that's not possible. How is it going to happen? What is it? That, that can never happen. So, but inwardly, 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 inside, somewhere, I just knew that God was calling me. You know, it's not, it's not as if I woke up in the morning and I say, Bokome, Bokome, go to Canada. And begin to open my word there, I will appear to you. Nothing like that. But just in the depth of my being, I just knew there's a calling there. But that calling, not there's a sense you know, but everything around my arrangement, my disposition, my 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 work was not even near me going near God's thing. I just, I just, at some point, I just knew that they derived interest. Not, you know, you know, it's not an interest you think now. You know, when a child just derives interest in something, 
I just knew at that time I drive interest in the things of God. Like because my mom used to take me to church. I was in children's choir. You know, during the children's during children during children's uh, during children's Sunday in church, I and one other guy used to be the preacher. If if I'm preaching, the guy would interpret because you know that time we used to have you know English service, so Yoruba and English. So when the person is speaking. Uh, the Ruba, uh, the other person will be interpreting in English, or I think the vice versa, but I'm not, I'm not true, I can't remember fully, but I think something like that. And no, on a children's Sunday, that I'm not the one preacher, I'll be the one interpreting. No, something like that. You know, all those, you know, but you know, you think they are just children activities, right? Oh, I just, you know, it was so. When I, that time, when I'm the, funny enough, the funny, the funny, the funny thing is, I don't even know why. Or maybe, well, the funny thing is that even that children's Sunday, they will not even give us what to go and preach. They just tell us, okay, this is the topic, go and write it up, and then we'll go just go and preach it. I think, at maybe maybe one or twice, or I can't remember, but I think maybe one or twice, maybe they wrote it out for us, and we had to study it, and know it. But you still have to go and study the thing, and know it, and then you come out. I, I, I remember I used to have crowd, 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 uh, flight, you know, fright, is it fr- fright? Stage fright. That whatever I think I still have stage fright to some degree. Ah, I do have stage fright. No, some of you may think maybe I have your. Uh, no, I still have stage fright. Mm. When I'm about to talk to a, a big, a large, no, maybe one or two, two, three people. Ah, for now it's like we are gisting. But what is becoming 10, 20, 40, 50? Ah, hmm. I will just. It's like let me just go and sit down at the back, at the back, and then you can be doing what you want to do, right? No, but it just happens that the moment I just start. The fright disappears, amen. Mm-hmm. But that fright is, is there somewhere. It's, it's there. But actually, I remember that, and then I also remember that feeling that mm-hmm. moment I start, and my friend beside me is my friend, my good friend that time. I wonder where is it now, you know. Uh, I don't know, maybe he's into the things of God now, but you know, we once we just start, the fright you know, it just disappears, and then we just finish. And the funny, funny, funny thing that. You know, a child, all I know is just talking. I don't know how word even affect people or anything. Like, oh wow, awesome, that was great. I was like, hey, what's that? Okay. And I know perhaps maybe my mother is the one probably taking the glory, like, ah, oh, my son, my son. I don't even know. God forgive me. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. But I mean I mean, of course, maybe maybe she's proud of his son, you know, something like that. Let me not say taking glory, right? But I know clear. Like, those are things. I just had a sense that I I I after that, right? Because those are my children, my children's or my childhood. Those the, the the children, my childhood experience, right? But you know, as children grow, I begin to grow out of those things, right? I begin to grow out of those. Why? Because there are desires that I want. There are things that I pursue after the pleasures of life that I want. Now, those pleasures of life were were not. If, if I really look back, we're not really things I personally just want. There are things I, that was be, well, was preached to me. Right? It was preached to me. And you know, it's not as if somebody sat me down. Enjoy life. Love. Chase after you. You know you, you, know, you, you, know you have money, Abby. No, no, no. No. no, no. Just lifestyles. I begin to read lifestyles. Yeah. I begin to read lifestyles. Just, you know, just looking at my friends, my friend, my brothers, you know, my friends' brothers, you know, that are friends, mm-hmm. you know, 
which also have a kind of lifestyle, you know. And of course, you want to look ahead, and you see, and you, when you see, you know, the you know, peoples that you, you know, oh, these are my friends, and you see what they are doing, mm, okay, maybe that's the in thing. Okay, let's do it, right? And then you begin to flow, you begin to chase after, you know. I know, I know some of you or some of us that are hearing me, maybe your experience, you know, maybe God has protected you, you are so pure, you know, you didn't even have any stain in the world, you don't even preach anything to you, you know. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. You know, you know, thank God for that. Yeah, I mean, thank God for that. If, if you are in that category, thank God for that. Amen. You know, the word, the word preached to me well. Now, apart, apart from that, you know, from those examples you see, just you yourself now interacting with the world, you begin to see your peers. You know, when I got into the university, you see what everybody began to like, you know. Maybe after, maybe because of my experience, when I got here, my head don't correct small. Right, I know that you know it's not by following, you know, but you know, you see, you see, you see some of that here too. <coughs> Amen. Amen. You'll see some of that here too. Maybe when people come from Nigeria, they are coming here to school. Maybe they are, maybe they are not even, they are not the, they are not the kind of people that they allow to go out before, and then when they get here, or more first open. T- as in, they call it eye open. And to be honest, it's not really eye open. It's just desires inside. Inside. And, and I think maybe last week, as I was saying, there's something that every one of us responds to. It's called pleasure of this life. Pleasure of this world. That's the problem. If every soul can bridle pleasures, hey, do you know that our head will correct? Amen. What causes problem in marriage too are unbridled pleasures. Hmm? That's another one. You know, so maybe maybe a wife has a pleasure that you know the, the wife has always been enjoying. Now nobody is nobody has always said no. Don't take this one now. Stop. Don't do that one now. And then suddenly, the reality of don't do this begin to come in. What do you mean? I should not do what? Ah, leave it that. Don't come near that one. Ah, what's that now? Mm-hmm. And I know women like like using one excuse that is very interesting. Are you a woman? Do you know what it means? I have hormones. Do you know what it means? Every time I hormones is overflowing, that's one. Amen. Amen. And maybe sorry, ladies, so please don't attack me. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> I know. I know the way the way I'm talking. Maybe some of you are like, mm, like what? What do you mean? It's the truth, and that doesn't mean that men don't have theirs too. Right? There are pleasures in men too, right? That they want to have and then they know that if I do this, my wife will not admit it. This is going to be a problem. Right? You know, just but if if there's a common enemy, it's called pleasure. Pleasure is a common enemy. Pleasure is what? It's a common enemy. Amen. So let me just continue this story. Maybe today is a story is a story time. Amen. Amen. Now maybe, like I said, where I start, where I jump away from is you know maybe when new students come here, and then the first thing that happens is eye open. You now notice that they begin to respond to pleasures, mm-hmm. pleasures. There are you know there are there are hidden pleasure, there are hidden desires of the heart. Mm-hmm. 
eh, that tends to blind judgment. That's one. That's their major. That's their major. Uh, let me not say major. They, 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 they have depth, they have root depth, but one of the expression of pleasure, life that you hang on to, things that you've hoped on. One of the things that they do is that they blind judgment. Why? Because they offer a promise. Mm. Yes, mm. What's the promise? Pleasure, mm. satisfaction. Remember that picture of bread with cream cheese and milk inside water, that picture you know, that was saying that imagine you can't have it. Imagine what will, that, that would do to you inside. But now this is the opposite. It's, this one is now promising you, see this thing, you will get it. Sometimes, the reason why people make wrong decisions is not because maybe they can't even really think. Eh? It's because they, they want to answer to pleasure. Amen. Why? It's because you want what? Answer to pleasure. Answer to pleasure is a major problem in all life form. It doesn't matter where, when, or where. Ple- answering, not knowing, not bridling pleasure is a problem. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe when we, maybe when we preach, you know, we like, we like, we don't like preachers that say don't pray enemy, enemy all the time. You know, just pray God will have, you know, you have brain. You know, that no, no, those teachers, but you have brain. You can, you know, can think for yourself. Not to the degree you'll be like, ah, that's awesome. Ah, you are not like, because things are really changing, really. Right? And of course, like I said, was it last week or two weeks ago? We are in, we are in the area, I think it's last week. We are in a season of knowledge. And you check it, that thing has been increasing over time. It didn't just start now. It's been increasing. Well, our fathers, to, to us, some of us would think that they don't... Some of us, our attitude towards them is that they, they don't know anything now. Maybe in their time, they used to do this. And I can tell you that their time is safer than now. Is ignorant is, ignorant is not good, really. But it's not good to be informed ignorantly. If, if there's an English for that. It's not good... As, as knowledge is increasing, get the right one. Now, because what, what Satan is looking to do is to lose life in knowledge, information. There's, there's some, if you look at it, there's some form of life inched on the previous ignorant season and generation that we think are ignorant. If you look at it, there's a preservation of life. Even if you look at it, there's no problem with a global warming itself. Is there? <laughs> I just brought that as an example. Just to tell you, the more men evolve, the more men die. Now, there's a problem with development. When men are not developed rightly, if you develop a man and remove righteousness, you're going to have problems. Amen. Amen. If you develop a man, right, and you remove righteousness, amen, amen. you are going to have men that are developed for evil. 
Well, you, amen. I don't remember what I mentioned. I, I can't remember, was it last week or two weeks ago? I think we're, we have been flowing in this thing too. That tree of life, so, no, so that tree of knowledge of good and evil, what Adam and Eve took from that tree is all the potential of Satan. Eh? Now, what development is doing is developing. You know when you say develop something, you bring out its potential. Now, when you develop a tree, you bring out a chair. A chair is a, poten- a, chair is a potential state of the tree. Why? Because you can make a tree into a chair. You can also make a tree into a house. They are all potentials. Maybe after a while they say, ah, you know what, we can use tree for house, they build house. They didn't know anything about chair. After a while they developed another potential. Ah, chair! Another potential. Ah! What do we use with the Table. Ah! You can use it for desk. Hmm. All kinds of things. Innovation. Begin with all kinds of things. And I know that men, men, they are really developed to bring out potential in life. Amen. Amen. So which means that if you get the right life, you can bring out all the potential. Yeah, yeah. Now imagine that you have eternal life in you. So the aim is so that you can agree with your spirit, learn righteousness, and bring out all the potentials of life that heaven has promised you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, let me quickly, I, I, think, I don't want to lose that. I know the way things are going now, I may lose that story. I think that story is a key to this message too. Because mm-hmm. I'm seeing a flow there. Amen. Mm-hmm. But you see that the, a, a soul is meant to bring out potentials developed. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. So you can now see, you can now relate that to how men has evolved mm-hmm. over years. Mm-hmm. As we are evolving, measures of life is being lost. Amen. Amen. Measures of life is what? It's been lost. Measures of life is being lost. Amen. Measures of life is being lost. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, you now begin to see that the more information comes, the more men develop, the more sophisticated the need for pleasure. Mm. Amen. The more what? The more sophisticated the need for pleasure. Mm. And that is our problem. Mm. Mm. Amen. Amen. That is our what? That is our problem. We have an unbridled nature that lost after pleasure. And you can see it in simple, simple things. Like you just desiring fried rice at 2 a.m. in the middle of the night. No, of course, I mean, everything, everything about science will tell you don't eat in the middle of the night. Right? Everything about that's even science. So everything about elderly living will tell you don't eat don't eat rice two a.m. in the middle of the night, right? Yes. But we just have that that, that I, I want. Ah, 
let that now be inside your freezer. You you will ignore every warning. You eat it. After you finish eating, then you now console yourself. Hey, yeah. Ah! I don't I feel bad eating this thing. Yeah, you feel bad. Why did you eat it in the first place? Hey, yeah, I know I shouldn't have done. That's an that's an example. Of course, now everybody now don't get I'm saying oh, because you give this example, what do you mean? Should we not eat? Okay, you know what? Let let righteousness teach you. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let righteousness teach you. The, what I'm bringing out of that is just an unbridled desire for pleasure. Amen. Amen. If a soul has not learned how to caution desires, you will see that that soul can increasingly make decisions that could tend to hurt the life inside. Why? Because we respond more to pleasure easily than things that's not pleasurable. And there's a reason for that. It's not, it's, not, it's not a mistake. The soul is designed for to live out pleasure. It just, it just, it just depends on the kind of pleasure you, you ought to live, you ought to give to the soul. The soul is, what the soul eats is pleasure. Once a soul sights pleasure somewhere, it's already, it's already hungry for it. I know how Satan worked. Satan has designed all of us to have different kinds of... <laughs> different, my pleasure is different from your own. And then you now see that thing come out in different aspects of life. No, no matter what. You, you know, Satan's, Satan's, Satan's game is to make us blind to the littlest... To the listless death in the soul. And now magnify the big, big ones. You know, you know the same way Satan makes you feel, oh, you know what? Lying is not as bad as fornicating. Okay. This deception is not as bad as lying. You know, there, you know, there's, a way, you know, there's a way Satan categorizes different sin for us mentally. Mm-hmm. That same way, Satan. Stand, decide, decide to train us and teach us to see different pleasures as not a threat. Eh? Yeah. So on a more serious note, just a desire for a desire in, in, in a scenario, eh? like I said, the keyword in a scenario, yeah. eh? the desire for a iced cappuccino on a very hot summer day, right? Can be as bad as desiring to go and steal. I don't know if that makes sense. No, I'm, I'm trying to paint a picture. No, you think, oh, I'm just, I just desire cappuccino. And really, inwardly, you're not supposed to take that thing. And you know, I'm not meant to take this thing now. And then you go against you, know, you go against your being. Now, the the important key here is if you are a Christian, do you know that Holy Ghost regulates you? Okay, how many of us know <laughs> that Holy Ghost regulates what you eat? I mean, how many of us have that reality? How many of us know that Holy Ghost regulates what you drink? How many of us know that Holy Ghost regulates what you wear? I don't know, the Holy Ghost regulates what you put on. Yes, that's true. That's true. 
It was just that some of us are not awake enough. Yes. Now, does that? Now, I'm not talking about being religious about something. Now, you know, there's a way you be. You know that you can have a religious mind about. Ah, some people just will wear, be wearing dreads. No, it's not about that. It's not about that. But some will wear that thing and it will look nice on them. Some wear and no, bros, please don't, don't try it. You get what I mean? Holy Ghost actually regulates, but we are so. We are so out, out of reality and out of life that we only categorize Holy Ghost to certain moves. Maybe when you want to make yeah. a huge decision. Ah, I want to marry. Let me go and consult Holy Ghost. Hmm, I want to start a business. Ah, Holy Ghost, let me, let me go and consult you. Okay, um, I, want, I want to start a school. Let me consult Holy Ghost. No? No, that's the way we, in, our, in our mind. We just, <laughs> we just categorize Holy Spirit to certain things. But no. Holy Spirit is part of your being. Once you get born again, and now the question, now another thing now is question now is are you born again? <laughs> or you're just a Christian, are you are you just somebody raised in a Christian home? Or you're just somebody that just maybe accidentally just came across. Uh, oh, let me just be following this thing. I don't really no, I don't really I believe in God though. But you know, of course. I can't go with this one, but this one seems more logical to follow. This is, no, this is proof. This is it. Let me just follow this. You know, you know there are different categories. The very question you should ask, am I really born again? Mm. Amen. Mm. Now, how do you know you are born again? You have actually inwardly desired and surrendered to something other than your knowledge and what your brain can align for you. Now, not just anything, no. And that submission is unto Christ. Mm-hmm. You believe in the person of Jesus that he died for you. Now, I'm not saying you have to recite the sinner's prayer. You know, for some of us that God, that some of us that was even raised in the Christian homes, mm-hmm. maybe we didn't get, I know, that, I know there were times that they call, do you want to be born again, come out, I came out like three or four or ten times. <laughs> right? That's not the time I got born again. Mm-hmm. Right? In short, maybe you know, maybe I got born again and I took it back. I got born again. I said, God, take it back. I got born again. Oh, yeah, God, take it back. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mentally understand what I was doing. You know, it's a different thing. You know, in different stages, there's a way you can, you have, you, you know, in your heart. You are at, it's at an age of accountability. You are aware. No, that doesn't that doesn't mean that when you're a child, you know, it's, you, you can no, don't worry, you can go out and receive Christ. But there's a there's an age of accountability you come to. The reality of life comes to you. You 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 actually chose. Uh, should I go after God? Let me pursue my desires. You know what I mean? I know I know there's a, there's an accountability age I came into. I didn't want to be too serious with God. What was that God? Oh. God, like, let's just, let's just, let's just live life, man, enjoy life, pleasure. You know, the, the things, the things that where my intent is show off, ah, go and buff, you no know, buffing up, you know, that's what the people ahead of me like to do, buff up, wear expensive clothes, expensive shoes, then cack, go out. When people see you, know some people they look you. You know people are looking at you. You two, you are feeling, oh, uh-huh, yeah, look, keep looking. What I'm wearing is ten thousand dollars. I know, I, I, and it's only you that know. 
Of course, the, the people outside may admire, yes. look at you, yes. but it's only you that know that what you are wearing is, is costing that much. Amen. Amen. And but I know there's a way you too that you are aware you, you feel as if okay, they know that this thing is expensive. Although, of course, there are some certain things you wear that you know that are, they have names, you know, Satan has given things names. <laughs> yeah. That one people say, Oh, is that Gucci? Oh, wow, you know, Gucci. Prada, those are names. Yes, Not the same way you have Gucci. Oh, Gucci. Oh, wow. There's something that begins to speak to you about. The moment you hear that name, Gucci, something's already talking to you. Expensive, awesome, um, class. So things are already talking to you. Yeah. That's actually what is in that name. Yeah. It's not that Gucci is expensive. Now, what is in that name? Oh, yeah, Gucci. There's something embedded in Gucci. What's embedded in Gucci is class, name, pride, style. Style is not bad. But this thing, is, this thing called pride, being import, to be important. What's that thing? Self-glory. There are, there are things embedded in Gucci. Eh? And there are things also embedded in Prada. Chanel, ladies, there's a bag, you people, Michael Kors. There's, there's something called, once you hear their name, Michael Kors, there's a name. Start, there's something that thing is beginning to preach. Once you hear the name, Michael Kors, people that can't afford it, somebody's already telling them, you are low class. You don't, you don't have what it takes. The people that is wearing it, somebody's already telling them, you are high class. You're not, you not in the same category as that guy. No, you are not. Hey. You know, you you are you are different. You know, you are you are in star. Something's already talking. Yeah. So when you go to, when you go to the market, <laughs> be careful what is in your hand when you are buying those bags. <laughs> yes, sir. Are you, are you buying that bag out of the preaching? Mm, yeah. Or are you buying are you buying that Gucci because of the name? Mm. Or you just like star and you just bought it? Mm. Eh? Those things preach. Amen. Amen. How did we get here again? Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Have we gotten the message today? I don't think we've, we've preached, but I, I know heaven is going somewhere. Uh, it's almost, well, I guess I have 15 minutes. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And some, of, I, I believe some of you have started telling me that I should not be talking about time again. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So there is, there is something that all these names they speak, and also if you look at it very well, there's. In all these things, class, name, there's something called pleasure in there. There's, you see, what that thing is telling you, you are high class. You're actually deriving a pleasure. What that thing is telling you, you are, you are high. You, you are not like them. You are, you are in vogue. You are happening. You, your class is different. There's a pleasure you get from it. Amen. So Amen. The, be careful the kind of pleasure you go after. Amen. Amen. Pleasure 
is pleasure. Their inability to give away pleasure is what kills men. Amen. And like I said, you see it show up in different different sphere, different phase. Eh? Like I said, I think how we got there was you know the way Satan begins to paint some things high and some things low. Eh? It will paint certain things to you. That oh, this one is not bad. Now you can have it. That one's not bad. And it's Satan that is doing it. Eh? Holy Ghost regulates everything from now, it's not just, only because he's not interested in just, just telling you, go here, go there. Only because he's interested in the total formation of your person. How you reason. How you think. How you, how you do things. How you decide. You know, things as simple as that. And do you know the tool you use to do all that? It's called righteousness and judgment. Yes, sir. You know what to wear is judgment. Okay, I'll wear this. Uh, I won't wear this. Okay, I'll go for this. I won't go for this. Okay, I'll marry this man. Okay, I won't marry. Okay, I'll marry that lady. Okay, I won't marry that lady. What else? Okay, I'll buy that car. Okay, I won't buy that car. Now, okay, I'll drink that tea. No, I won't drink that tea. Are, are you seeing the difference? Both big, significant, and insignificant things. Hmm. I will take that pop. I won't take that pop. Amen. Praise the Lord. Holy Ghost is interested in every fiber of your being. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 I know I've said a lot, but I've not I've not opened scripture here. And I said we should we should, we should go to first Peter. Amen. Ah, I know there are scriptures in my heart, but I don't know, I don't know how to connect. <laughs> I don't know how to connect them yet. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Maybe God will help us. But this thing is, but you know, I, I don't believe that what I'm saying is scripture. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is it? Yes, sir. It's scripture. Yes, The passages that are coming to me, they are in, in, in books that Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. I'm waiting for the Holy Ghost to rest on just the scripture. Amen. Maybe I should just read it. But Amen. What the soul longs after is pleasure. Yeah? Only, but what we don't know is that the kind of pleasure we should give our soul to is different from what the world paints to us as pleasure. Amen. Like I said, eh, eh, I hope I hope I, I don't want to forget this thought too, because I, I I was talking about even being born again, Abby. I say the first question is that if we are born again, because I'm because I believe, you know, talking about believers. You know, for example, if you are not a believer, you know, for, of course you may not you may not believe, <laughs> you may not even believe in, in any any anything we are even saying. But you know, that's the way Holy Ghost works in the heart. Amen. Amen. The first question, let's answer the question, am I born again? Yes, you are born again. If you are not born again, ah, okay. It's, it's time to be born again. How do you know you are born again? You have surrendered. And that's why I was giving the story about myself. You get to a point, I, had, I kept an age of accountability. And I know I had to choose between pleasure and between God. And the day I chose, right, to serve God, there was nothing like, I didn't do anything like the sinner's prayer. Right? Right? Of course, there's nothing wrong with the, there's nothing wrong with it. But, in my heart, I just knew, no, I can't continue my life like this. I submit, I submit myself unto the Lordship of Christ. I don't even know what that means then. Right? Because I don't think I was under even though I submitted, I'm not fully giving myself under his lordship. Because I, I don't really know what his lordship means yet. But I was doing it in the best capa, uh, in the best way I know. Go to church, serve in the church. I was doing that. right? But I've not actually fully come under the lordship of Christ. What I was still under is Holy Ghost. Just getting to know Holy Ghost. Just getting to learn about the Holy Ghost, which every newborn believer should experience. We won't, we, won't, we won't do well growing up if we are not drunken with the wine of the Holy Ghost. Amen? Amen. So, get to, a, get to a point. I have to decide. So, every heart, every heart will know inwardly I have submitted. You know, there's a way some of us we believe there's God. We 
we know, okay, we go to church, we try to do our best, but we've, we, we've, we've really not given ourselves. You know that we are, there are different Christians, shapes, forms, in different places. Amen. Amen. Different shapes, different things. You know, all of, all of us, we, we need to be born again. <laughs> you know, there's a, just different form and shapes. And that's why I was mentioning the last time that there are Christians on the fence. You can't be on the fence. You can't be one leg in, one leg out. You can't, you can't, like, you can't believe in God and not like the things of God. You know what I mean? You can't believe in God and say, I, don't, I just don't like the things of God. I'm okay, but I'm not, I'm not, a bad person. I'm not in the world. I believe in God, though. I, I know there's God, though, but I'm not a pastor. I'm just not crazy about God. <laughs> it means the journey is still far. I remember when the Lord began to talk to us about righteousness. Eh? You know what is, what is righteousness? This is the righteousness thing. Do you even get there? Huh? And then only Ghost began to speak, the journey is far. The journey is far. You know when the Ghost was saying the journey is far in our mind, we seem like ah, it's far, but you know, maybe it's not that far. <laughs> now I know how far the journey is. Amen. Amen. I know what? I know how far the journey is. The journey is far. Uh. So the earlier the better. How? There are there are there are things embedded in every being that you don't know. It takes journeying to excavate things. You that you everybody that thinks they are good, you that you think you are good, eh? Those don't worry, just journey somewhere, reach somewhere, and you know that you are not good. Eh? As you are journey and moving in faces, you know that ah, different things are happening. Oh my god. Or maybe you are the one you just marry. When you just marry, you know, encounter you or maybe you are one strong willed person. Now you encounter somebody that too. The person head too. Ha. Just imagine how that work out. Or maybe you are the kind of person you didn't know that the person get get strong head. <laughs> you did not you, you did not know. And then you begin to and then you begin to work with the person. And then, you, and then you begin to realize, ah, this is this is serious. Amen. 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 Different shapes, different, 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 different phases in life. When I say in life, different phases on the course of this world eh, tends to unveil many different things in the soul. Mm. Eh? Right now, when, maybe when you are single, you might think you are fine, you have no problem. Marry face. And then you realize that, oh wow, you have problems. Eh? You know, many people, many people don't used to think they have problems they marry. <laughs> Amen. Many people don't used to think no, they have a problem. Until they marry. Just marry first. Amen. Amen. But let, let me just continue. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Ah, I hope I can remember. I know we have, we have journeyed far, different places, forms and shape. Holy Ghost is just excavating things. I have not even opened Bible. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the one of the key things that they are yeah. they are on today is that pleasure. Oh, yes, the desire yeah. for pleasure. Mm. 
Amen. Amen. Desire for what? Pleasure. Desire for pleasure. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And does, do, does anybody know how, how I got here? And that can help me. Who wants to help me? So that I can, I, I can return back to back to the track. I, I know I have bits and pieces in my head, but I've been moving, and I, and I, don't, I, I don't want to convince you know people that are following. I know, but you know, maybe follow me. It's, it's the is the Holy Ghost. Is probably the prophetic move of the Spirit that is beginning to touch different areas and different things. Amen. But I'll be able, hopefully by God's grace, I'll be able to land on something. Amen. Because I know, I know the, the area I'm really going seems to be in Psalms. I know in those Psalms they talk about pleasure. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Pleasure. Amen. Pleasure is the main enemy. Hmm? But pleasure, when I say it's the main enemy, I, I hope you understand what I'm saying. Because there are pleasure in places that are good or that is good. But the, what, what stares us in the face are pleasures that the world has introduced to us. Amen. Amen. The pleasure that the world has introduced to us. Hmm? Pleasures. Loves. There are loves. Things we love. That's hard to give up. You can... You can... You can, you can in, nat- in nature... That can breed pleasure. You can tell in different, you know, just different tiny, tiny, tiny things that begins to show. Now, the funny thing is, maybe what they are doing is not even, it's not even the problem. We can just tell a taste of this person loves pleasure. They can't deny pleasure. They can't deny pleasure. No, they can't let go of pleasure. When they, once, once they lock on a pleasure, they can't think twice about it. No, that things happen sometimes. You might lock onto a pleasure and you just convince yourself, oh, no, you know what, I can have this some other time. Maybe some other time. I can do this some other time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that, that little thing is, a, is, 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 is also a fruit. It's called self-control. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so these are the fruit of the spirit. So, that's, you know, sometimes one of the times it's self-control. You know, there's a way we used to you know, just talk about the athlete, mm-hmm. outward thing, finish. Okay. Uh, no, self-control means you don't get angry when you want to be angry. I mean, there's that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's that. Yeah. 
but go to the depth of self-control. And, and I think one of the things that I want us to get here is something that should be, be our eyes should be open to is that see all those demarcation of what is bad, what is not bad in their hierarchy. Eh? We should we should we should see that it is Satan that is doing that. Mm. Eh? Yeah, okay. Sin is sin. sin, is sin, sin is Every sin ends in death. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. None is greater than the other. Mm. Lying is not better than white lie. Mm. Not all of us. Sometimes we try to be wise, but we are lying. You know a lie, you convince yourself to be the truth to tell it so that it doesn't look like it's a lie. Wow. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yes, uh-huh. Or sometimes you call them white lie. Or maybe that's not even white lie. So that, that looks like a truth you, you created. And, and some of us, when we've locked on a pleasure, mm. and when we've locked on a pleasure, we turn blind eye to every other thing. We just yeah. look for certain little, little things to just justify the thing and then go for it. You know, a soul can log on to pleasure, lock on to pleasure in different ways. Okay, let me give you an example. A pleasure is a, a, a man trying to marry a woman. That marriage thing is a promise. Any, anything that has a promise, gives you a promise, is a pleasure. Why? Because it's, what, what is it promising? It's your soul. Now, don't just categorize. I get we'll just get into more spiritual aspect of things. Mm. Don't categorize maybe because you are craving for biscuits, so therefore you just categorize that oh, because you indulge, oh, you just indulge in some pleasure. You know, there's a way we categorize pleasure. You, we only see pictures of pleasures as going to the beach and drinking tea. No, you don't even drink tea in the beach, maybe going to the beach and drinking lemon margarita, yeah. you know, margarita with lemon on it. No, there's a way there's a see that image. Yeah. Of going to the beach with umbrella and margarita, that image. Sometimes <laughs> that is the image that we see in many things. You go make a decision. Something is always promising you a pleasure somewhere. Something is always giving you a hope somewhere. Now the hope is locked on a pleasure that the, the soul can already see, ah, this is what it would do to me, it will satisfy me here, here, there, and here. Then what happens? Judgment begin to lapse. Righteousness begin to fade. And that is the time you should be sensitive to righteousness, to judgment. But how will you, how will you, how will you acquire that how we acquire righteousness, how we acquire judgment is by growth. It's by growth. And that's an area all of us should strive at. Growth is important. And that is why we submit to those ahead of us. Right? Because, of course, God has raised men eh? in judgment. Even me, as you're looking at me, I have someone I submit to. When I'm talking about something, I can't figure it out. Uh, okay. Let me quickly call higher authority. Eh? I'm, not, I'm not Lord. Lord of myself. No, some of us are Lord of ourselves. 
lords. You know, there's a way you can put yourself as, as lord of yourself. You are the one that decides who you submit to, how you submit, the criteria for submission, you decide it. Okay. Right, I don't think I can submit to that one. No, not that. Different, different. God will help us. Amen. And God is helping us. Amen. Amen. I'm just saying this because of just different things, different things that could happen, different things, different forms or shape. Amen. Now, what is the key thing here? Is to beware of pleasure. Make sure that the pleasure you are giving yourself to is not the one crafted out by the cause of this world. Now, oh, I, think, I think the message is beginning to, to take shape. I'm seeing something. Amen. When you are drunken with pleasure, you won't be sober. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm? What makes you not to be sober is you have been drunk with pleasure. When you drink wine, there's something it does to you. Wine gives you pleasure. But there's a different kind of pleasure you should give yourself to. Amen. Ah, let me finish my story so that I think it, it, I, I can put this in a place. Amen. Why did I stop again? You know, I was talking about myself, you know, growing up and I was seeing the things ahead of me and, and those pleasures were the key thing, you know. And I, I, even though inwardly somehow I know, you know, maybe there's a calling, right? But I was just giving out my, I was giving myself to worldly pleasure. Amen. Amen. Worldly what? Yeah. Worldly pleasure. And I'm the kind of guy you would say is not a really bad guy. It's, it's not bad though. It's just that he's not too crazy about the things of God. I can put myself in that category. Although in that category there are even different stages too. But I'm the kind of guy that at the back of my head I know you know, you know when you're about to do something and at the back of your head Something's already, t- something's already telling you, you know you should not do this thing. Yeah. Mm. I'm that kind of person. Yeah. But because of the desire for pleasure, I think go ahead and do it anyways. Mm. Get what I mean? Yes, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the kind of guy that, <laughs> you know, as I'm, as I'm rolling with peers, you know, they are talking, I just said, I will not drink, I will not smoke. You know that one? My only God does not leave that, that one. That conscience. Only God does not leave that one. Because I was exposed to all that. Those are my friends then, drinking, smoking, right? But you know, in my mind, I'm like, I will not do this thing, I will not do this thing. It's the only God that is helping me, right? Because I, it was too evident in my heart and in my spirit that this thing is not something I should involve myself in. So, when I'm with my friends, I'll just order my malt. Put it. It's malt I used to drink. <laughs> and a lot of them will be laughing at me. And they will be gisting. I say, hey, no worry now, let me just take my malt, JJ. Life no hard. Right? But, 
but but the in thing then is when you begin to see beer on the top of the table. It's like a that thing even speaks of a stand. It's like it's like it's like the it's the in thing. It's like you know there's a there's a there's an ambience to that. And of course you want to feel among. But something inside you just says, you know, just hold on to your peace. It's okay. You know, don't drink your much, you'll be fine. Right? Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So pleasure mm-hmm. is not something that we should take lightly. It's not something to be what? To be taken lightly. To be taken lightly. Amen. So I grew amongst some of my friends. And then when it got to time, or let's say when the fullness of time has come, I, I believe when I came to, to Canada, God began to speak to me, to my heart, and I became more committed more sincere in my heart to, with my relationship and my service towards God. And that marked, that marked a, an important part in my life. And that did not stop. It, be, it continues. Right? In the heart, it's not, really, it's not sincerely looking. Eh? There are signs here and there, signs here and there that begins to call to a heart. Mm. Just give in yourself. Give yourself. Mm. A soul is not designed to be one leg in one leg out. Once you are in something, you are in it. And the things of God is not something you take with one, one, one hand in, one hand out. If you want to be, when God begins to call into your heart and it's evident, begin to yield, you begin to come into experiences. You yourself, those experiences, what they will do, they'll begin to solidify your faith. You begin to grow in faith. You begin to learn about God. Amen. Amen. So I, you know, I, I became, I became a Christian. That's the time I would say I truly became a Christian. I've been going to church before this time. Oh. I've been going to church, but I was not really, really serious. I wasn't really a Christian. I, I wouldn't consider myself a Christian. But then I gave my life after after you know, I came here. Just something in me, I just like a believe locked in. No, I'm following God. Then I now began to follow after. Even those times, I was ignorant, very ignorant, but I was still learning. The little I could do, serve. I pray. I was still praying and reading my Bible. As I was reading my Bible, nothing was happening. I think that's where we even I'm back. Eh? Mm-hmm. I'll still read my Bible, read, 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 nothing, all, blo- but I'm still reading, I'm still praying. Mm-hmm. I was lacking understanding, I was, I was lacking the spirit, do I have the Holy Spirit? Yes, but I don't have the Holy Ghost in a measure, enough, eh, I was, I wasn't even fully baptized in the Holy Ghost. But I have Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit speaks to my presence. Don't do that. It speaks. There are little, little things here and there. Holy Ghost begins to, to speak about. I yield to, but I wasn't fully responding yet. Just in a way, I, I was still giving in to pleasure. 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 If you can, 
if you can if you can understand the wisdom of pleasure you you'll be able to you'll be able to cut into pieces places in the soul you know most of our weakness is in pleasure just that the way they are framed is different most weaknesses in men is the love for pleasure mm-hmm. one way or the other yes, sir. Amen. amen now what am I really saying here? There are pleasures that our soul has been entrenched in. There's a way the world paints a perfect picture for us. There's a way the world paints what we should long after. Things we should long after. The world plays that in us. Amen. Mm. Not necessarily just you know making billions. You know, there's, you know, some of us, the way we categorize pleasure, you just know, ah, I want to chase after money. Not necessarily that. Not necessarily buying expensive things. But just what, what, whatever it is means to the soul. Has it promised you a hope with an end of a satisfaction? Now, question is, is that thing that you are promised has to do with a spiritual substance of Christ. Mm. Now, anything outside pleasure, right, generated in Christ. You know, Christ is the is the author of pleasure. When I say author of pleasure, I'm talking about the author of the right pleasure. Mm. Why? So this is my on the month of transfiguration. This is my beloved son. First of all, it's actually true baptism. John baptized Christ. God spake. We had a voice speaking. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. See? I am well pleased. In whom I am well pleased. What pleases a soul is things that give pleasure. That tells you and I that Christ was giving pleasure to the Father. If not, we won't hear a voice. This is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. And that tells you that there are measures of pleasure. Why? Because if he has fulfilled all pleasure to God, then on the month of transfiguration, they won't say to him again, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. They now added another phrase to that. Hear ye him. Why? Because he will teach you. He will speak to you. How to give pleasure to the Father. And do you know that you were not made to give pleasure to anything else in the world but the Father? Now let's read it. In the book of uh, Revelations chapter 4 I believe. I know we sing it in songs. For thou art created all things and for thy pleasure they are. And were created, thou, thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. Revelation chapter 4, verse 11. It says, thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. Why? For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure... They are and were created. Why? Because we are created for his pleasure. So, 
you are not meant to give pleasure to yourself. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean that that does not, it does not mean that you should not eat too. Now, I'm not saying you should not eat too. I'm not saying you should not uh, just do normal thing, right? Because you know, people, when they hear things like this, they go extreme. Ah, they've said that we should not give pleasure to ourselves, so that so that therefore I will not study again. Therefore, I will not. No, no different things. Pleasure give, right? Now, one of the key one of the key thing that wrestles with God in you are pleasures. When you have pleasures that don't that don't align, that don't align with righteous pleasures, they begin to see things happen. Eh? Warring. Nature's warring against nature. Amen. So that was what you are to receive glory, honor, and power. Mm-hmm. For that was created all things and for that pleasure they are and were created. And there's a way you can do pleasure. There's a way what? You can do pleasure. But you won't know how to do pleasure if you don't know where to find pleasure. Now, we are looking for pleasure in different places. Getting huge money. Wife, husband, school, no class. No different things that give pleasure to souls. Amen. Now, if we want to know where to find pleasure. Now, in this place, where you find pleasure, what they do there is that they also remove a love from you. A love for another pleasure. Now, let's go to the book of Psalm verse, chapter 16. Amen. Psalm 16, verse 7. I read to verse 11. It says, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My reigns also instruct me in the night season. I have set the Lord always before me. Because it's what he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad. That's a sign of pleasure. And my glory rejoiceth. That's a sign of what? Pleasure. My flesh also shall rest in hope. These are all places of pleasure. Why? My, so you say my flesh also shall rest in hope. Sometimes when you talk about pleasure, you talk about rest. Right? My flesh shall also rest in hope. For thou will not leave my soul in hell. A soul can be in hell. Hellish pleasure. Neither will thou suffer thine only one to see corruption. Thou will show me the path of life. You see? Thou will what? Show me the path of life. In thy presence is the fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Amen. Amen. There's a place where you find pleasure. It's on the right hand. See, this pleasure forevermore is forevermore on the right hand. But there are specks of pleasure that a soul can come into, can do, until it gets to pleasure forevermore. Amen. Amen. For a soul to begin to learn the right pleasure, it has to be in the path of life. The right place, eh? the right place for pleasure 
is where? Is in life. What we call life is not life. Life is Christ. Life is what? Is Christ. What we call life is not life. There's no, anything outside Christ is not life. Going to school, graduating, getting a job, marrying, giving birth, trace the kid, they get, go to school, they marry, they get a job, they go to school, they get a job, they marry. That's what we call life. That's our life. And you notice in those cycles that I mentioned, there are different problems and haste. Maybe you are in school, you are looking to graduate. Maybe you are not passing your education, your courses. Different things will happen. Maybe okay, now you graduate, finish. Now you are not looking for husband or you are looking for wife. That's another place. Notice that place Satan used to... Satan. Now, now this thing I just painted, eh, it's, not, it's not fully the, what I'm trying to say, but it's, if you look at it, you see that it actually encompasses it. The course of this world. Now, when, the, when, when Ephesians is talking about the course of this world, look at it, it's like that. In this cycle that I painted, you now have many courses. There's one course. Grow up, marry, raise children, they go to school, they finish school, they graduate, they marry, see your grandchildren, day two, they raise their kids. And in all this circle or cycle, different things happen. Maybe you are the one that married now. To give birth is a problem. Then they're worrying about children. Or before, maybe it's before you, or maybe some people are in the face of life, their own, they, they, have, they have problem marrying, they have problem giving birth. Maybe some, their own problem is marrying. Hmm? Some, their own problem is graduating school. Are you seeing how Satan can lock and hide in any, any of those sphere? And they bring you to bring, and then in, in this little cycle I just painted, there are courses to take, eh? classes to go to, that Satan teaches men. What to expect and what to hope. It paints to every man. This is hope. This is life. This is pleasure. Go for it. And the way Satan is teaching is, is not coming to you as go for it, go for it. Too. It's as simple like, why am I not marrying? Why is nobody coming? Why I don't know men around? I'm worried. Where will I find men? All the men area, they don't like what I like. Ah, God. How? How will I make it? Let the, the, maybe, maybe the earliest one that show any signs of what I like, maybe I'll just pick it. Or maybe a guy trying to marry, Lord, why are there no women around? Or, Lord, why are there too many women around? Who will I choose? You know, that's a problem too. Why are there many women? Which one will I choose? Some is, ah, Lord, <laughs> I'm getting old though. There's no woman, woman around my age group. Where I am, said there's no even woman around. How am I going to find? Okay, there's one I'm aiming for. That one has gone. Who will I now marry? Lord. You see, are you seeing a problem? Maybe some people somewhere else. That's not their problem. They don't marry, finish. Question now is, ah, oh, Lord, when will I see my child? Where will I? And then the prayer too. Now, where will I see my grandchild? Adding to the sorrow. See, that, maybe that one has finished. Ah, Lord, I'm giving back to the child. Why is this child? Why is this child not learning? Are you seeing different, <laughs> different areas? It doesn't end there. 
Stand, not okay. Maybe as maybe as the man or the woman, our time has gone. As the woman, the woman, uh, they are raising a child. Ah, I don't have enough money to raise this child, Lord. Where will I find money? Different things. The Satan hides. The, maybe you even have enough, just not excess, Lord. I'm living from hand to mouth. How will I survive? The heart is some. The, the reason why the heart is like that is because there's a hope onto something. Of course, everybody wants to be okay and well doing. But why is the heart panting? Ah, oh, Lord, I'm reaching from hand to mouth, hand to mouth. You just forget that one. Begin to live by grace. There's answer to each and every of those, and it is in Christ. There's a life taught by Christ that is totally different from what the world teaches. There's a, a, there are better things that can give you pleasure, get you intoxicated, that you won't want to live. Ah, Lord, I know there was a time when I began to experience the Holy Ghost. Amen. As I began to, as I began to grow, right, and things begin to come alive to me. I know that was, I, I, I don't have time to, you know, talk about this story to the end in full the way I, mean, I had it in mind before we started but you know I believe as the Lord helps us and you know it's the Lord that you know, triggers these things I'll be able to you know maybe that's what they want you to hear today and you know, the next time they'll bring another part of the story and show but and I know there were, there were times when scriptures begin to come alive and I begin to realize wow so there's something sweet here that time, I'm beginning to lose sense of pleasures in earthly things. Yes, sir. Um, that time, what was in my mind? The, if you ask, the preaching in my mouth is, forget all those things. Ah, go read Bible. When you begin to open Bible, and you know Bible, ah, you will know sweetness. Why? The Bible became like honey in my mouth. Sweet. It's not yet bitter in my belly. The so they say stage of the word, it will be sweet in the mouth, bitter in the belly. The stage I was was it being sweet in my mouth, and it is necessary. If it's not done, you won't leave the lust of this world for Christ. You won't see that's on the stage. The, the way I'm seeing it is looking like Holy Ghost stage. But you know, honey doesn't really, really end. Right? What, the honey is still honey when you move into Christ. There's still honey in Christ. There's still honey in God. Right? When you, when you are in Christ, you still, you, still, you still partake of honey. Right? So this honey, sweet, I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to eat the word. And it's sweet in my mouth. Then I realize that there's another pleasure. Totally out of this world. Totally different. All my being, I always want to just read Bible. Let revelation flow. Ha! Why? The scripture is becoming alive. It's an experience. When, you, when I read a passage, it, it's making sense. All the scriptures I've read when I was little, all the ones I read... When I was preaching on the altar those times, as in children's church, all those scriptures, 
It's as if Holy Ghost quickened all of them at once. You know the way everything makes sense to you at once? I don't know if you've experienced that before. It's as if all of a sudden, because it's Holy Ghost that can do this thing in the heart. And I've experienced it more than once. Things I've been learning over years, all of a sudden, in the twinkle of an eye, at the sound of the trump, that's a revelation. In the twinkle of an eye, everything summed up to an understanding inwardly. I begin to know why. I begin to know where, when, and what to expect. I begin to know, ah, Lord, this is what I should be. Those times, those markers, it always makes me see that the journey is far. Because as I'm journeying, as I'm journeying, I'm like, ah, well, ah, this is awesome. You know, we are learning world righteousness and things like that. But as you're accumulating things, righteousness, righteousness, they're not all making sense. That is why I will encourage anybody, even though you are hearing word today, and you don't think it's making sense, wait, continue learning, continue hearing. It just takes a moment. You know, some of us thinks it's by preaching. Maybe I'll preach to you. Ah, I'll give you word and you get it. So all of a sudden you just get not like that. It has nothing to do with you. But it's only purely Holy Ghost. Some of us think we can arrange the way we preach. You no, know, just ah, I'll begin to teach this person how to. You no, know, not long after. Uh, is it by that? <laughs> can you even convert yourself? In a twinkle of an eye of, of Holy Ghost dropping the oil, yeah. everything began to make sense. And that was how it was for me too at the beginning. The, literally, the Bible, as boring as it was to me, because it was really boring to me. Sometimes when I used to see some of my friends, when I used to see some of my friends, when they are reading the Bible, the way they, they are quoting Bible, I'm like, ah, Lord Jesus, uh, should I read Bible? Should I read, should I read, should I read? Ah, I mean, it's not making sense to me, but I, I was really admiring those, those words. Ah, I wish I can read Bible like this. Mm. Not knowing that, that the time is coming. When Holy Ghost, I was, I know it was baptism, it was, it was an Holy Ghost baptism. Holy Ghost baptized me. I knew I was baptized. Be, you know, be, like I said before, I can't, <laughs> there was a time, I was, some, you know, I have friends that used to give me messages. I have one particular friend that, that gave me one particular person to be listening to. That person can listen to many people here. Eh? Give me one person. That person is a prophetic person, you know, all kinds of things. Just listen, 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 listen. I've listened to many, 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 many. None of, none of them are able to resurrect that life. Mm. And it's not, and it's, I'm not saying that they're not, they're preaching the word. Mm. But what I needed was life. Right. I, just, I just needed what Holy Ghost. And one message I listened to one time like that, I was drenched the word became alive 
I never used to see the word like that. I know some of us when we are reading Bible, it's still as if maybe it's still foreign, or maybe you still read it like okay, let's read it, let's just be let's just be good. You know, we still read it. Oh, the Bible says this, the Bible says that, but the word is not yet alive. Ah with that that stage you need to be baptized by the Holy Spirit. You need what you need is baptism. It's what? Baptism. Holy Ghost need to baptize you. When Holy Ghost baptize you, you what? You are quickened. Holy Ghost baptized. When I was baptized, every, every, every letter became alive. When I read the Bible, I feel it talking to me. When I read the Bible, it's as if the Bible is no longer a passage I read. The Bible is a living person standing beside me mm-hmm. and just with me. That's, that's how it feels when I read the Bible. Mm. I read it, I read it. The Bible is alive. Oh my, I'm like, I'm like, so this is what has been here since? Mm. What have I been doing? So there's something like this here? That alone got me drunk. Wine! That started a season of drinking wine. I began to, and then, and, and I gave myself to it. I began to read Bible. I, be, I began to derive pleasure in the things of God. Derive pleasure in listening to messages. Message that brings life. Quicken me. Even though I don't fully understand the message yet. I have, yeah. I have, what the message was really doing to me was resurrecting things in me. Tools I need to actually understand the message. So when I began to listen, eh? To the word of righteousness. It didn't first teach me the understanding. Because that's not really, really. Of course, when you're hearing, you'll be understanding something. You'll be understanding. But it didn't first. Because if you, if, if, if you are blind to, the, to nature, you won't see this. Why? Because you see activities. And that's one thing I want, I want to tell us to avoid. Don't, don't confuse activities. With the activity of the Holy Ghost inside you, yes, don't confuse. You know, there's activities we do going to pray, reading Bible. Ah, okay, I'm doing something, I'm going to pray. Those, all those things, they are good. That's how I started. But don't confuse that with growth inwardly. You can be like that, but not growing. Why? Because growth doesn't speak about activity, growth speaks about nature. Do you know that Holy Ghost is more concerned about your person? If you are not a thorough person, you are not a thorough person, you begin to see lapse yes, in judgment and righteousness. Yes, right? Yes. When you are saying thorough, it doesn't mean that you are one categorically, oh, oh, you must put A and B and B. It's just, it's just a natural flow of righteousness. What should you do? What should you do? Okay, this thing I should do. That I should do. The moment you begin to say, oh, this thing I should do, it's okay, I can always do this, this one is okay. There's a problem. Now, most of the mistakes I made are from, are from that attitude where, okay, this one is okay. Uh, and then, maybe, maybe at some point, it occurred to me, oh, you should do this. Then maybe I just, I just now ignore it after a while. 
then I'm not saying mistake. You don't necessarily mean that something bad or something huge happened. I just you just know inwardly that I've not done righteousness. Amen. Now some of us, when you say some of the word of righteousness, righteousness used to evade many people, right? And then you know, there's a, you know the same way I was telling about the way Satan categorizes for us. There's a way you categorize righteousness to one a whole sphere of of experience. But you won't categorize righteousness as little little things as yeah. the decisions you make. Yeah. You won't categorize righteousness as little as I want to buy a gift for someone. Should, should, I, should I buy this one? Does that make sense? Because I know these are little little things we can relate with. I don't want to make it, I want to bring it home. That don't think righteousness, doing righteousness is as far. Because, or no, we say that righteousness is by revelation. Of course, it's by revelation, and doing it is by grace. But knowing where, where those things, where that grace can flow is another thing. Right? Knowing that the grace of righteousness can also flow in simple things as what kind of food should I cook for my husband? As simple as what, what should I do for my wife? As simple as should I allow my husband to continue doing this as his ah, maybe I should help. As simple as ah since since my husband is doing it, it's okay, let me just rest, Jerry. Is righteousness speaking to you? Ah, can you help? Can you ah don't just let him do that alone? Can you just help here? Can you just help there? Or maybe you are the man, oh ah, don't just let that do that alone. Can you help here? No, different different spheres, different when righteousness has built and raised the man, that, that man is thoroughly furnished. Perfect, lacking nothing. Now, if the scripture will say thorough, then if you sense that somewhere you are not a thorough person, when you say thorough person, it doesn't mean that you are one street straightforward. Thorough just means you do, you do what is needful. You do what you do. You, you do you do right. You know, you fulfill all righteousness. You know, when Jesus came to John, right? John told him, ah, why should I? See, your shoe is not worthy. I'm not worthy to, to tie. Ah, no, no, no. Why should I baptize you now? Let's go now. Is that just? Yes. Is he really unworthy to untie? Yes. But what did Christ do? Ah, we must fulfill all righteousness. Come and baptize me. Some of us sometimes we might think that ah I'm not worthy to untie you know don't let me know it's okay. When I say that attitude, in, I'm not talking about I'm not necessarily talking about towards someone, just towards a decision. I'm not I'm not worthy to untie because I know I'm just using that scenario, but I think we can relate with it. Oh, I'm not worthy it means it. What I'm saying, it didn't really need to baptize Christ. Although it does need to. Because in the spirit, righteously, it ought to be baptized. But if you are not spiritual, eh? when you say spiritual, I'm not saying you pray, you read the Bible. I'm talking about nature. If you are not spiritual, you won't be able to, be, you won't have righteousness to this. It's because Christ has enough judgment. He says, no, Baptize me. You need to baptize me. If you don't baptize me, you won't fulfill all righteousness. 
I must be baptized. It is written that I must be baptized. So you must baptize me. Jesus could have easily said, I know. Let's just keep this process. Right? Maybe we are the ones on the side of Jesus that it occurred to us, um, it's okay, we can, let's just keep this process. But we shouldn't skip that process. Yeah. Get what I mean? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me bring this to an end. When the scripture became alive to me, I began to experience the person, the person of the Holy Ghost. The Bible became alive. The scripture now began to teach me by himself. Truth began to teach me truth. I didn't know truth before. I didn't know what? I didn't know truth. Truth begin to what? Truth begin to open up. And it's not beginning to lecture me truth. That time, I, I, I didn't desire anything else. I just, I just derived pleasure in the spirit. I want to pray. I want, I, I want to prophesy. I want to do everything. That time. And, and sometimes I, I see many, many believers in this, in this sphere. Right? And some of them never leave. Because they don't understand Christ. They don't really grow. Holy Ghost. And even in that, in that state, I made mistakes. So. Why? Because I didn't have righteousness. I've not started learning righteousness fully. Judgment hasn't started, but I was learning righteousness. Right? I've not gotten to the stage that they will say, either do it, either do it, righteousness is righteous. I'm not yet there. I'm still learning. Amen. Mm. Now, that area is a, is a major area for mistakes. Mm. Right? When a soul is not guided. Why? Because zeal picks up. When, when Holy Ghost begins to move upon you, zeal begins to flow. Right? But make sure that that zeal is with knowledge. You know, Paul, and, and Paul was talking about Israel. Eh? I, have a, I, have, see, I have a concern for this, my people. Because, of course, they have a zeal of God, but it is without knowledge. The area when you are just born again, or you are beginning to just sense a need to, ah, let me be serious with God. Ah, Holy Ghost is baptizing you. is a major area where you need to calm down. Now, don't stop your exploit in the spirit. Now, no one should kill that. And, and that's where major, major, major problem happens. You know, when leaders see young people coming up with zeal. Oh! No, because of experience, I know they will go and make me. So, yeah, stop, stop, cut, cut. And that doesn't mean you should not submit to authority. But it's because of experience. They are trying to keep you safe. There are some that, you know, they, they try to keep you safe. Right? But most of us, You'll be thinking that they don't like us. And what they think? We know God for ourselves. They don't even know God. They don't, we know God. You know, use that attitude. We'll just erase process. Mm. They could make mistakes. True. But there's a process. Process. In what? God is doing something in you. 
process. God is much more important about process in you than anything else. Eh? If God tells you now, come here, go to this place today. And then maybe someone has said, no, you can't go there. Don't think if you don't go. <laughs> eh? That's the end. And then they, 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 they defy authority and then go do what you want to do. Do you know what I mean? There's a place for process. Is God aware? He's aware. But there's just something inside us that doesn't like that thing. Once that thing begins to show face, we want to react. Because me, I know, I don't know about you, but me, I know I reacted. One way or the other. Before Holy Ghost began to, Holy Ghost began to caution me, ah, no, stop doing that. And I know there's, there's, some, there's, there's some association I was also having that time that was not helping my submission. <laughs> And there was a there was a message I was hearing that time. It's not word of righteousness. When I say message, it's not as if I'm sitting down and listening to a message. That was a message, just a company of people that they have an attitude against submission. And that thing begins to minister to me. Even though I know it was wrong and I don't think I would do it, I found myself behaving somehow. And then Holy Ghost had to caution me. I said, Ah, oh sh- ah, thank you, Holy Ghost. So let me arrange. And then I arranged. Then my head is not correct. And then I began to calm down. Then begin to see things. And I, and, I, and I began to go through sufferings. Eh? You know where, you know where, is it Peter or Paul that is saying that it is, it is enough that you suffer for doing right? He's <laughs> trying to borrow us brain. Say, don't go and suffer for doing wrong. Say, it is better to suffer for doing right. Amen. Praise the Lord. I think I'll just stop here today. I think we, we, we've had enough. Amen. Now, what I wanted to show here is see those experiences that I was having, right? Is what this psalm is talking about. It says, in thy presence, there is fullness of joy. Now, to be sincere, to be sincere and candid, this presence is not that early stage. It's just a flow from it. See this presence. You know all those things we call, ah, I love your presence. Nothing like your presence, Lord. All I want is to be with you. You don't, you don't even really know what presence is yet. That thing you are thinking is presence. It's just a tiny drop of water in an ocean that you are receiving that you think is... When you... Now, why? That in the, in, when you are fully in the presence, because that presence, that presence is actually presence. You are before him. So that presence is a world of the Holy Ghost. The kingdom of God is in righteousness, peace, and what? Joy in the Holy Ghost. That joy in the Holy Ghost state is the end of the journey. You're already moving into the everlasting and eternal realm. Why? Because on thy right hand, there are what? Pleasures forevermore. Forevermore. It's already signaling everlasting. Already signaling eternal. Everlasting is a taste of eternal. It's already telling you there's something eternal coming. Right? So you now see in that present the world, there is fullness of joy that tells you something. That there's joy already coming. It's just not full yet. 
But when you get to the presence, you have fullness of joy. So what God do? God give you specs of presence to download you with joy. So when you, when you are beginning to experience life, your soul is becoming alive to the world. What you will experience is measures of joy. Joy. And then you begin to experience what they call the joy of the Lord is your strength. You begin, God will begin to give you a taste of the joy of the Lord. Because the joy of the Lord is the joy that pre... Is it precede? Not precede, that one before. What's that? Preclude? No, that's preclude is remove. It's precede? Ah, English. Sorry, guys. You wonder, precede is after, right? No, Which one is after? It precedes. What precedes that? It's what comes before that. Comes before. Eh. Ah, sorry, guys. Sorry, my English is bad this morning. But what comes before fullness of joy is the joy of the Lord, yeah. which strengthens you. But before you have the joy of the Lord, you also have the joy of the Holy Ghost. Now, the joy of the Holy Ghost is almost of us experience that we call presence. When presence is coming, you notice there's joy inwardly. Hmm? And oh, okay, it's not related, so I don't need. There's no need to mention it. Maybe the Lord, if the Lord gives, gives us it, maybe when we're talking something, I'll, I'll mention it. There are times you pick joys, joys, joys. Sometimes when God exposes you to some light, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be picking joys. Joy is a sign of presence. When you begin to come into joy, sometimes when I'm reading Bible, I'm, I'm expressing joy. And that joy is wine. Wine. And when I begin to read it, oh my, oh my God, this is alive. Life. When the, when, when the world becomes alive, that's actually when you start drinking wine. When you are drinking wine, that wine will be intoxicating you, killing another wine. Making you sober. Why? It's making you sober to the world, but resurrecting the wine. Amen. Amen. Just, just to end, I think I'll just read uh, Colossians. Is it Colossians? Yes, Colossians three. I just want to show us a sign of. I don't know if it's if it's if it's if it goes actually. I don't think it's, it's needed. Right? Now, because there are some things you experience when the joy is in you. Because these are things I experience, right? I'll go to uh, Colossians 3 verse 16. It says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Now, this word of Christ is, is, is a later stage of joy, right? Which in all wisdom, right? Teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. Amen. Amen. I think that's one. I think there's another one that in Ephesians, where Ephesians talks, do not be drunken with wine, but be ye filled with the Holy Spirit, with the Spirit, right? Speaking in songs and hymns and in spiritual songs. That's five, yeah? Ephesians 5 verse... Um, In, yes, 
I read from Isaiah. He said, Therefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. He said, And be not drunken with wine. Be not drunken with wine. Which wine? The wine of this world. The wine of indignation. The wine that Babylon serves. Right? And, and making melody in... in you see here, say, Sam, say, wearing in excess, right? Do not be drunken with wine. Wearing in excess. But be filled with the Spirit. But what? Be filled with the Spirit. That tells you that the Spirit is another kind of wine. There's a wine the word so. The Spirit is another kind of wine. What some of us need also. Because if you don't, if you don't have this wine, you won't journey well. Even in righteousness, even in Christ and in God, you won't. You need fullness of the Spirit. Hmm? But be ye filled with the Spirit. With the Spirit. And as I speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. You see, it's almost the same as in, in Colossians. But in Colossians, what precedes that song, hymns, right, is the word of Christ dwelling in you richly, right? Here, he said, be filled with the Spirit. When you come to fullness of a thing, you break into its song. Amen. Amen. When a song begins to comfort, you've you've reached a fullness. Amen. Amen. When you are full in the Holy Ghost, you break into the song of the Holy Ghost. When you are full in Christ, you break into the songs of Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I believe heaven has helped us this morning. Amen. I know it's Peter wanted to read and be sober, but the Lord has his, has his way. He wanted us to learn of pleasure, of wine, of joy, of the word coming alive. Amen. Praise the Lord. I believe God has helped us. God will continue to help us. Amen. Let us begin to thank God this morning. Father, we thank you. Mahata Venimushiti Baragata. Bada. Thank God. Thank God. Masete Bragata La Baba Yeti. Darabagata. And Georgia Bassi, and Georgia Bassi, and Georgia Bassi. Yea, Marceliati, he Marceliati. E Zendelia, E Zendelia, E Zendelia, E Zendelia. E Zelemacata, Evrezondi, Evrezondi. Ze Palita Vanacassi, Ze Palita Cavanaceti. Zofa, 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 Zofa. Angelima, 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 Angelima. Oh mama Marcelia, oh mama Marcelia, oh mama Marcelia. Oh data, on data, on data, on data. Thank the Lord. Masetele bragata. Zomina neze, zomina neze, zomina neze, zomina neze. Zolima kariaza. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for all that you do. 
Thank you, Father, for reminding us of your spirit this morning. Thank you for giving us a taste of your true wine. We say, be thou exalted in Jesus' name. Father, we pray, O Lord, in any form, shape, in any places, in our journey, in our life, where we are lacking the feeling of your wine, where we are lacking the desire for pleasure in you, that we are not drunken with the desire for your pleasure. We ask, Father, that you begin to feel us again in the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. We ask that you fill us with your spirit Amen. in Amen. anyone and everyone in need of your feeling, in feeling of the spirit. We ask, Father, Father, that you cause an answer for feeling to take place in the name of Jesus. That heart to be baptized. Heart to be filled. That will be filled with your spirit. In fullness. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will between the cherubim shine for You will between the cherubim Shine for you dwell between the cherubim shine for.